Oh, yes. Welcome back. AFC over under preview division number three, the AFC South. This is Backdoor Cover. I am Micah. I am joined by Brad, Peter, the Irish guy, and can't miss Mitch. We continue. If you miss the East and North, go back and listen to them, share them with a friend, and uh, go to earlybirdcbd.com. Stock up for football season. You won't regret it. All right, let's get, before we get to uh, the AFC South, starting with the Houston Texans, Mitch, you had something you were about to say about Peter. Well, no, but, it was just, we were going to do 32-team podcast. Yeah, in one three-hour. Listen, we're not the fucking Joe Rogan podcast no. over here. Three-and-a-half-hour session. Actually, no. ring the bell, Randy. Yeah, That's the Joe like, Rogan bell. Yeah, originally. Exactly, yeah. Like, I've never seen Peter I was more angry. Pa- Peter was passionate when I was on the phone doing 32 teams To clarify once. for the audience, Mitch had it in mind that we were going to record both NFC and AFC. I figured we'd get it all in done. one session. And, you know. Yeah, it's Peter, ridic- ridiculous. Take. Peter wasn't having that shit. Ridiculous. So, I am very rarely going to move past my stubbornness, but after having the talk with Peter, I was going to do whatever convincing. you guys told me. Like I was he, ready to stay. He was very now. well. Here's the thing. I mean, it's you guys have kids. It's impossible to get you guys in one room. Man, for an evening. I got kids and a boss. And the boss is up my ass too. Man. It's just a long day every day. I'll tell you what. Yeah. All right, AFC South. AFC yeah. South. Speaking of things that are up our asses <laughs> and that no one could possibly care about, the Houston Texans. Mm. Wow. This franchise fucking blows. Pardon my language. Fuck. Their over-under is six and a half for some reason. This is a team that went three and 13 a year ago. Somebody... It, there's no way anybody has the over here, but go ahead and... Oh, and, I uh, love the over. I absolutely love the is, Texans This is a the terrible take. Um, I like C.J. Stroud. I mean, listen... You're an Ohio State I know. I, would, I like Ohio State, but yeah. I like C.J. Stroud. I think the difficulty, obviously, for him, like it is for any of these guys who go to shitty teams, is that he was thrown to wide open wide receivers in college. And especially at Ohio State, he had the best of the best. They're They're always open. Now Now he's going to the worst probably wide receiving core. No one's going to be open, so it's going to be harder. But I love what they did in the draft. I like CJ Stroud. Will Anderson, an unbelievably good defensive player, is going to change a little bit of the culture there. They still have a good O-line, still have Tunsil. They still have some weapons. I think the Texans win seven games exactly because, as as I've said many times before, on on our pod last year like when you don't respect a team and especially vegas when they set lines guys know that like guys know about it and they're still an nfl team at the end of the day they typically come out and overperform and shock you a lot the texans did it last year with a lot of covers that we never thought would happen I like seven games. I'm going the, the algo I felt like was on the Texans every week, every single every week, week because the it, lines were ridiculous. Was they were always double digits. Yeah, and NFL teams don't cover double digits. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. The Texans remind me it'll be analogous to the Tampa Bay Rays this year. It's like Buffett always goes, uh, "Price is what you pay, and value is what you get." They have a lot of free agent signings who are cheap guys like Chase Winovich. Like, could he do something? I, maybe. maybe. I mean, but. But it was so inexpensive. Why not? 
And you did probably one of the most incredible draft moves I've seen of late Ooh. to go get your franchise quarterback, then your franchise defensive uh, edge, side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, that I guy, that. he's a eight time pro bowler and looks like he has a good head on the shoulders. The biggest question mark to me, um, the inexperience at the defensive coordinator side and on the OC side, a guy named Bobby Slowick, like, He's he was an OC coming from San Fran. I think he was like outside of the water boy assistant, something like that. He's real hot on like the Reddit threads, like the hipster NFL is he? beat writers. Yeah, they love him. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I have, okay. I, I'm yeah, just he's, saying he's the skinny jeans of the NFL. Great take. Yeah. Great take. Yeah, with yeah. the with with a young team like this, you need experienced leadership. Maybe D'Amico Ryan is I was gonna it. ask, man, if you don't like the defensive coordinator, do you like D'Amico Ryan? Yeah, I mean that, that guy's an absolute stud. Oh, I think so he's this, such a the, badass. Yeah. And and by the way, this team, the one thing that they're good at, I tried to look at the stats to find one positive thing. It's one of the most disciplined teams with penalties. They had the third least amount of penalty yards against them. It actually starts with fundamentals. People forget about that, but maybe that's how you build it. Uh, I'm going under. This is a five-win team tops. Go ahead, Micah. Randy, hit the bell. This is my stone-cold lock of the year. Give me the Texans under. Big. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to argue with you as to whether you think their draft uh, strategy was was strong or not. Time will tell. My feeling is they weren't drafting those guys to be contenders this season. And they've been through 100 coaches the last 100 years. Uh, Bill O'Brien decimated this team. They, he traded away all of his guys. They have uh, no pieces. They had no talent last year. They're not going to be – their talent isn't – bringing in two stud rookies is great. But that also means you don't have a third round pick and a fourth round pick and, and the depth isn't going to be there. I, you know, if you're starting a rookie quarterback, who's a bit of a project, uh, who's taking a big step up in competition and, and in, you know, step down with his surrounding uh, talent. I, I just don't see this team winning four games. Uh, I mean, maybe four, but six and a half, no chance. No chance the Texans get to seven. That's why they're my stone cold Brad Key mm. uh, monster <laughs> uh, mm. baby arm lock of the year. See, I think Stroud was the most NFL ready of the quarterback stock in this class. You're not wrong. Yeah, I think he came in and he was as polished as it was going to get. I, I mean, he's not going up against a great deal of of competition. The uh, the kid at Alabama is, is just a little short. That's the only kind of knock. A little him. short. A, a lot short. Uh, so that's why I feel good about him coming under center and and performing pretty well. I think D'Amico Ryan's is a game changer. I think that that he comes into an organization that is disciplined to begin with, and then he puts he instills processes. They have a shitload of draft capital for the next couple of years, including last year where they did they drafted very well. Uh, I think they're only getting better, and I think that, yeah, they, they kind of climb out of the basement here. I like the over. Okay. I love it, Brad. I, Thank you. I love that you're not afraid to take the over. I love that you love me. Well, of course. we. Everybody loves Can we Brad talk here. about a real football team? Ooh. Sure. In Who do you want division? to talk about? Oh, there's a very real football oh, team in this the, division. The Indianapolis Colts? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the Jags are pretty much the real deal. No? They're let's, so hot right now. Let's start with the they Jags. They are so hot right now. Uh, Mitch, tell me your thoughts on the Jags. Who's over under? I was I was so wrong about D Doug Peterson last year. I think Pete or Micah, somebody 
they were all over Peterson. And I think it was just the hangover from years past with Eagles and Pats and, and that matchup. But these guys were top 10 in points scored last year and total yards. And by the way, both of those are heavily correlated to the output of the betting model. Ooh. So Jacksonville was a fan favorite last They'll year be a as well. Again this year, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I love this. Oh, what's not to love about him? I, I do think the D needs improvement, and I, this line at ten. I think this is going to be exactly what it is. I think this is going to be ten exactly. Uh, if you can find eleven wins, show me. But I just can't. I can't get there. I can't. Yeah, Jacksonville was, if you remember last year, Mitch, every week we liked Jacksonville, they stunk it up, and every week we didn't like them, they crushed. They were one of those teams that you had no idea what you were getting week to week. Uh, the second half of the season obviously was much better than the first, but week to week they were kind of all over the place. I think you're probably going to see the same again. I, I think it's going to be pretty similar. I think they're going to lay some eggs but I think they're going to blow the doors off teams uh, at different points because the quarterback is that good. He'll win games probably on his own or he no business winning. Not what is the it's 10? Yeah. 10. It's it's too high. I'm taking the under here. I don't like 11 wins. I'll take 9 wins. Jacksonville covered and the algo predicted four of the last 5 games yep. all had Jacksonville and Jacksonville covered every time. Yeah. But- Jags oh, won their last five regular season games. They went nine and eight last year. Do they get to 10 wins, Brad? I believe they do. Uh, I like the Jags here. Their schedule's soft. Just going through it, I count 10 wins, and that's like just yeah, kind it's of... It's 12th easiest, so it's the upper end of, of the uh, on the easy side. Looking at it, not that I am any good at picking games, but because clearly my record was dog shit last year. But when I go through it, just like off the cusp, I'm seeing 10 wins without like really much of a stretch. So that means they got to win one game that they're not supposed to win, according to my model. And then <laughs> this, this and, 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 model. And, and, and lose games that they're that they should have won. A. And I think that could also be a problem. I mean, their defense is the, there, the biggest there's, challenge. There's some holes in this model. They were ranked 20. 20- I think. I think they go over, and I think that Trevor Lawrence makes a step, and I think Calvin Ridley comes off of his suspension, and, like, he's basically stepping into the prime of his adult life. Like, what is he, 28, 27? Like, I mean, he's one of the biggest question marks to me uh, coming into this season. If he's as elite as he was when he left in two years ago, that could be really something. I had an early bird. I missed that. Who are you talking about? Ridley, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Okay, I— Really? You think he's something? He's, I, I wonder. I'll tell you what he is. He's a, a member he of... He is a huge oh, question he, mark. He is a subscriber he's to Bet the Algo. That's what that's I was going to say. That's definitely what he is. He's a big fan of Patreon.com slash Bet the Algo because uh, that man likes to gamble. I, uh, I, I don't it. have a whole lot to it. say about this team. I'll take the over. I, I think this division Ooh. absolutely stinks. Trash. I think it's more likely they win 11 games than it is and they win nine. Uh, I think they probably more likely hit 10, and I'm right on the number. But give me 11 wins. Um, hopefully their defense can get after the quarterback. That is the the weakness for them. But I, I think you're going to see improvement uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And they're, they're actually going to be fun to watch, even though they play in a town that has nothing but Waffle Houses. Did I get All this right? Peter over, the rest of us. I'm sorry, Peter under, the rest of us over? That's it. All right. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I had 10. That was my number. But you're taking over. 
What was the line? Ten. ten. I'm taking ten. Well, you no, can't you do, can't that. do that. No I've, being a I've, pussy. I've done it. You have to take I've done it like three times. <laughs> no, you haven't. You've got to take over or. I'm over. literally calling the exact number of games that they win. What's that? That's a great take. Okay, what, I'm, I'm gonna write I'm down on an exact number, and you do not get credit for over Mitch or is pushing, under. Right, and I love it. All right, uh, moving on. The Indianapolis Colts, a franchise and a team that seemed to be in a state of disarray to a oh certain extent. Six and a half is the over-under. We have no idea if Jonathan Taylor is going to be a Colt. Most likely not. Uh, if Shaq Leonard can regain his form, uh, and that remains to be seen after two years of ankle injuries, the Colts have Who? some potential to be the best turnover-producing defense in football. But we'll see if that happens. He's missed 14 games last year, and they went from – uh, top 10 in takeaways for his first four seasons to 19th last year as he missed 14 games. I don't like the Colts. Let me just be clear on this. Uh, I, I think they stink, and I think they're in disarray. They're starting a true project in quarterback. Uh, Anthony Richardson is going to absolutely go up and down. Um, he's a guy who didn't win a ton at Florida, uh, did show flashes, but I'm I'm not sold on him being in <clears throat> – being an NFL quarterback, especially his rookie year, give me the under six and a half. Yeah, I think the Colts, this was going to be my lock of the year until the Pittsburgh Steelers showed up. <laughs> and it's going to surprise you what the answer is. I'm going to take the over here. Wow. I think the over big. Wow. Listen, I think the number one reason they have the third easiest schedule in the all in the whole NFL. Their schedule is dog shit. And the second reason, they have the oldest looking 21-year-old quarterback that I've ever seen in my entire life. He's like a have Dominican you seen 21. Fucking, have you seen fucking pictures of Anthony 21. Richardson? He is the oldest looking man. I, I mean, there's no way the guy's, the guy's 21 years old. Yeah, Mitch, I'm going to show you a picture of him. There's no way that guy's 21. He's at least 35. Oh, yeah. He's... This reminds me. Who is that Buckeye basketball player? Yeah, Greg Oden. Greg, Greg That's Oden. exactly yeah. who he looks like. Yeah, yeah he's, he's so old. Ended up pretty good, but too. Listen, if you've seen anything of him or you've read about him, everyone that's around this kid says he is the ultimate freak of nature when it comes to being an athlete. He is the alpha of all alphas. He's good at everything that he does he's been the best athlete at everything he's done done his entire life i think he's going to be a, a really good player as long as he can stay healthy like you're going to see him running a lot and lowering the shoulder a lot and hitting people because he's such a big dude i don't want my quarterback doing that i think they get to eight wins okay the colts I, this year i think they surprise people i get to think they get to eight i i think i see them getting to six and that's on the high side these guys are rebuilding. Their premier running back wants out and get him on a team can that can actually go win a football game. Um, this is a rookie quarterback that, again, already said limited success at the collegiate level. The guy's not a winner. He's inconsistent. He makes bad decisions. I don't like Anthony Richardson. This is a draft pick that is kind of a flyer. I don't think he's a starting NFL quarterback in two or three years. Um, it's a sinking ship. Uh, just give me the under. Absolutely. This I'm is, with I, you, Mitch. Just just so you know, Anthony Richardson's Florida Gators went six and seven last year. He's going to win six Florida games team, or less this the, year. That Florida team he had were awful. 
They're not ranked preseason top 25 this year again. Uh, are, they are the are Indianapolis awful. Colts just a bunch of fucking studs? Well, well I, I mean, what, what I, are you talking about I think here, Peter? I think they're talented. I think the Florida team are really, really bad that he was on. Uh, and he was part of the reason why they were any good at all. So, Yeah, so I don't think he flames out of the league, and I do think he eventually develops into something. Sorry to yell, Peter. <laughs> Mike true. is apologetic for yelling at you. I mean, hurt your feelings. I'm on one. But... I, I mean, I watched him play versus Missouri last year. The man put 66 yards passing and an interception. It was just the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. And Missouri wasn't. They were awful. Our it defense was, was they, quite good. It, <laughs> anyway, nobody wants to hear I'm about just, this. Man, I, I, that's my, like, really, like, my up close and personal. I can't you can't forget about that one game I saw that dude, leaves I'm just a like, burning oh memory. God, well, yeah, it's stinks. the same reason I will that's never, I will never believe in, in – uh, the rookie quarterback of the next team, the Tennessee Titans, Will Levis, who... Levis, is that the way I pronounce Levis, it? Levis. He's Levis. like their third string quarterback right now. I need yeah. to be schooled. How do I pronounce that name? Levis. I think it's Levis. 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 Yeah, but yeah. The guy okay. who every game I watched him play last year, all the announcers did was talk about how he's a first-round hey, pick, and he was terrible. Save this yeah. shit every for game. when we talk about... The next team. Right, Put hijack in my take. We're on to the next team. I am taking the under. Oh, I think that he's right, a project. Okay. Sorry, This Brad. is Indy. We're talking about Indianapolis so again. So, it's, again, it's three against one. Yeah, three guys uh, on the under. Pete's got the over big. Uh, the rest of us don't have faith in uh, the Florida quarterback, and Mitch thinks he's out in three years. All right, let's move on to the Tennessee Titans. Let's see if we can wrap this up in three minutes and get out of here. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, a team that is sort of a weird in a weird place with a, a coach that I believe to be one of the best coaches in football, uh, a team that last season um, <laughs> sort of fell apart at the end of the, the year, but they return a lot of players. We'll see what happens. They fell seven and 10. They lost their last seven games last year, started hot, lost seven in a row to end the season. Can they turn it around? What is the number here? Seven, seven, and, a half. seven and a half. Mitch, lead us. So first off, this offense saw major regression from 21 last year, which was normal. They had a lot of changes. To be expected. Right? We kind of knew that it was happening. And so I think there was a lot of overreaction the other way last year that Titans were going to come out swinging. And we saw regression. And I think it's swung the other way where this number is a little bit too low. You had a great draft pick for the O-line, that kid from Northwestern, uh, Skalinski or something like that. Something is like that, that. Sound, yeah. Does that sound right? Close enough. But Peter Skorinski. Thank you. But an easy schedule, a weak conference okay. with some fantasy studs and producers. I think this team on this number – is going to overachieve. And yes, they lost a bunch of games late last year, but this team was seven and three last year through week 11. So this is, this is just a far too, this is an overreaction number. I really love the over. This is one of my favorite picks outside of the lock that I have for the Browns on the under. Mm. This is my second favorite pick for the entire AFC. I love the over. I think Tennessee is a respectable football team, and I think nine and eight is a very likely outcome for these guys. See, I, and I don't disagree with anybody. Who's the starting quarterback? It's Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill is yeah. starting quarterback. Okay. And, yeah. 
So Malik Willis, I, the backup. As now. long as Tannehill Second is starting year. and healthy all year, they have a good chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be they'll be difficult to go and beat in Tennessee. They still have Derrick Henry. He's still a monster. They added DeAndre Hopkins, That's right. a wide receiver. So they the big hole that they were missing with From AJ Brown, Brown yeah. when he went to the Eagles, they've now filled that. Their head coach knows what he's doing. I think you're right. In the end of last season was a bit of a um maybe they had the yips. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's something that I don't think is ever going to probably happen again. Um but I think definitely an overreaction. Tannehill went down. The backup quarterback they didn't have a quarterback. They were trying to play right. Malik Willis. And who's, he's good. Who the, actually, who's this the guy year. they had to They're start in the last game really of the season against Jacksonville to try and win? Uh, the kid from Tennessee. The ball kid oh, yeah, from Dubs. Tennessee. Oh, Dubs. Dubs. They had to, they had to start Dobbs, Dubs or who whatever. was there for a week. That's right. In, in the before that last game. So their he was quarterback doing the situation with yeah, us a week before. The, the quarterback situation was awful. I like the over. Seven half is too and, low. And, I like I like them getting to ten. Their D line is nasty. This really is the good. best D line in the league last year. And by the way, yeah, they didn't score a lot of points on offense, but when they were in the red zone, these guys actually yeah. put it in for a yeah. tutty. They were ranked sixth. But Derek Henry's ahead of that. Cincy, Buffalo, and Minnesota, who were scoring machines. And Mitch, last, last year. point, their top ten in strength of schedule. They're Easy ninth schedule. easiest schedule right. in the league. I mean, anybody in they the can division get to has 10 got wins. cakewalk, yeah. Wow. You guys have changed my opinion. I, I think I am now on the over. I like Mike Vrabel. Uh, this is a team that is well-coached. They know how to win games. They can win ugly, but they do win. To your point, they started 7-3 and three last year. And if Josh Dobbs isn't their quarterback <laughs> in, in week, what, week 17 or week 18, I suppose, uh, they probably win eight games last year. That's what they need this year. I mean, I, I don't feel super confident about it, but you guys have swayed me. I, You know, Tannehill gets off to a slow start. You have quarterback controversy. You have multiple high-drafted quarterbacks there. Things could get ugly. This but is this, not going to be something. Levis you know is their They're, third string. That's right. What I'm telling you right now is Malik Willis is a, is a good quarterback. Yeah, he just didn't okay. know the offense. I think in like I've – from everything that I'm reading, he's he's looks great this year. So he's going to be a capable backup, and that's the final point of this whole thing. If if Tannehill goes down, they've got a capable backup. Will Levis, Levis, Levi's, whatever you want to call him, he ain't seen the field this year. Hot no. sister, right? He's Probably. bananas with the skin on. For the record. <laughs> Have you seen those videos? No. Will no. Levis in a suit eating a full banana with the skin on. Just just, just like inhales the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Why does he do that? I don't know to be cool. I think, he's a first round draft I think he just That's signed a, a <laughs> endorsement. An idiot. Yeah. He signed an endorsement deal with uh, Hellman's mayonnaise today. Right. Yeah. He, he's there's another video of coffee. him eating. Yeah. He's yeah, a pasty white guy. So that works pretty good. Coffee. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was that was pretty fun. That's the AFC South. What a stinker! Did we have any consensus in that? In yeah, that division? we did. We are probably all over that Tennessee. Tennessee. We're all on Tennessee, and uh, that's it. I liked how we were able to sway your opinion. Maybe the only podcast where we can actually sway opinions. Oh, there's a lot here. of lie. There's a lot of impulse buys here. On this I know podcast. it's weird, but we do listen to the things you say, Mitch. Well, I just listen to Peter and regurgitate that. Well, mm. it's, it, and not you don't sound as good doing it because no one sounds as good as uh, Peter. The Irish guy. Nobody. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it for the AFC South. We will be back with the AFC West, our final AFC division preview. Uh, Go check out our friends over at Early Bird CBD. 
They're the goat. You know what it is. And uh, check out patreon.com slash Algo. We will be back. And until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.